0: K Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. ¡Gracias! Assalamu alaykum, indeed a warm welcome to attend express your host Aisha Latina Frequency 91.3 FM audio streaming at www.vocfm.co.za and remember if you want to participate in our programming the whatsapp number is 0829913913. Well this morning we focus on Orphan World Orphans Day and we have JV Pele, Adoption Specialist and a registered member of the South African Association for Social Workers in Private Practice Online with us. JV good morning to you and a warm welcome. Good morning, Aisha, and good morning to your listeners. And thank you so much for taking time out to speak to us and to highlight World Orphans Day today, which is so important. You know, sometimes we go through a life oblivious and thinking only of our own children and not remembering those who are orphaned. So tell us more about South Africa and also with regards to, you know, orphans, how many what uh, perhaps statistics, you know, with regards to the African um, orphans. Okay, um, the orphan
1: population has been growing over the years, and I think a lot has to do with the different pandemics that we face, Mm -hmm. HIV being the most uh, common reason for orphans, and um, um, I'm not familiar with the worldwide statistics, but in terms of South Africa, the numbers have been growing, hence the need to find alternate placements for these children. Um, uh, coupled with that, you've also got the, um, abandonment issue that has happened. And during COVID, uh, from my, um, consultations with, um, NGOs as uh, well, my colleagues in the NGO sector, we found that there has been an increase in the number of abandoned children during the COVID
0: period as well. Okay. So just with regards to um, adoption, can people foster with the intention to adopt or what is the process in South Africa? Yes,
1: absolutely. You can foster with, with the real adoption. Sometimes people are not sure that they want to take that more permanent step. And especially if the child is older, um, families prefer to foster so that they can see that adjustment is going well and the child adjusts well to their family sitting and then they make the decision to go for the more prominent form of care, which is adoption. So you can go for a straight adoption. Um, With a younger child and that's what happens with most um, couples, especially ones that are experiencing infertility problems They want the younger child and then that would be a straight adoption But with an older child there are applicants who would want to foster with a view to
0: adoption So what's the duration with regards to having to foster a child with the intention of adopting the child and are we looking at parents looking for children? you know that as perhaps looking at blood types, looking at um, genetics. Are those things that, you know, parents would be looking for as well? Or is it just that I want a healthy baby?
1: Um, Yeah, it's a combination of factors. Sometimes people want a same culture because they feel that the integration will work better. Sometimes um, applicants feel that, you know, a child is a child and we want a child and we've got a good home to give a child and we'd rather have a child growing up in a family rather than an institution. So there's a combination of factors and those kind of get highlighted during the screening process and the counseling process of applicants uh, with regards to adoption.
0: Okay. So with regards to having an adopted child, is it the right of the child to know that he was adopted?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, The child has a right to know that they were adopted because the child has to grow up in the knowledge that they were adopted. It's important for their self-esteem as well as their identity. And especially with all our families, we build our relationships on trust. And and trust is formed in the formative years of a child's life. Mm -hmm. So it's very important not to break that bond of trust and bring a child in the knowledge that the child is adopted.
0: Jv, so let's speak about, you know, cross-cultural adoptions. Um, Is the process a little bit longer than, um, you know, any other type of adoption?
1: Uh, Not really. Um, uh, What we do do is um, a tarot session with regard to uh, cross-cultural issues. Um, And then we also do, um, or I do, an an interview with the extended family to see what their views are with regards to that, because um, I need to, in my assessment, to get a good feel that the child will have a sense of belonging in this family and not face rejection from perhaps um grandparents or cousins etc so um the process wouldn't be
0: extra long but it would be more in depth in terms of addressing cross-cultural issues so would the process be different in private practice to that of government the government sector
1: um, not really. Um, we have to follow the same process. The duration of the process may be shorter in terms of the screening because with adoption specialists, this is our everyday work. So we would address, uh, we would work consistently on this, on these cases. In the government sector, because they have other forms of protection that they offer, so a child who's at risk, a child who's been abused, a child who's been abandoned, requires immediate attention and services. Um, whereas uh, once a child is put into a temporary safe care or put into a children's home, then uh, you know then after that adoption follows with the government. So um, with the private social workers, we would deal with adoptions every day and give it more attention. So we would move the process along a little faster, but we still follow the same steps in
0: the process. So, is it very important then for the parents who wish to adopt to first seek some, you know, um, assistance, some support, some help um, to know that this is the right thing to do? Uh, maybe you, you find a couple that that cannot bear children. You find ones okay. that do have children. So, would would it be different for everybody depending on you know whether it is that you want to adopt because you you cannot have children, than to a parent who has children but still wishes to adopt?
1: Yes, we do have combinations of that. We have uh, people coming in for second placements. We have people coming in where they've had one child and then had issues falling pregnant again. um, Where they had their own biological child and issues falling pregnant again, and they want to then uh, seek adoption services. And then we have those who are infertile and cannot bear children and come through for children. So we have a combination, and adoption is not straightforward. It's very complex because you know you can come uh, via adoption through foster care. You can come by adoption with infertility issues, we can come by adoption with already having one child and wanting to extend their family through adoption. So there are various um, you know, various ways of being involved in adoption or applying to adoption.
0: Okay. So, so let's, let's uh, just speak about the scenario where you have your own child and you have an adopted child. Obviously, the genetics, the genetics will be different as well. So we're looking at, you know, um, behavior. And I think, you know, maybe a silly question because whether you have 10 children in one home, they, they they will all be different as well. No two children are alike. But, you Mm -hmm. know, with regards to, um, adoptive children, um, should that Child be aware and also the siblings. And, um, you know, should you um, get some intervention from a social worker to get things straightened out? Maybe to explain to them why you have adopted and, you know, why they are not um, biological siblings.
1: Yes, so when we do the screening of the applicants and the preparation for them uh, to be adopted, we include the whole family. So their biological children will be included in the process, and we have individual interviews with them to understand uh, or to explain what is happening and to hear their views with regards to that and we then have a family meeting to discuss this openly so everybody knows that the child coming into the home, the reasons why the child's coming to the home, what what role the other siblings will have with regards to the new addition to the family. And um and if if we pick up things that are, you know, issues that need to be addressed, uh, we would do that and it'll be a bit of education counselling as well in the process. So a lot of preparation will be done before the child is placed. Um, in the family where there are already existing
0: biological children. Chibi, what is the local South African adoption process? Um, sorry, I didn't get that. What is the South African adoption process? Is the lengthy one? Can you explain it to us, maybe in 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 um in in step form? Yeah, sure. So um, what has happened
1: is that before April 2010, the adoption process, before the Children's Act changed in April 2010, the adoption process was a a lot less shorter. So when the Children's Act changed in 2010, the new Act came about, um, a lot more... what more sections went into it, which now lengthen the process of adoption. So in the past, we then have to present an adoption report to the Department of Social Development to get a letter of recommendation before we proceed to court to finalize the adoption. So let me stop at the beginning. Um, so when applicants come through to us, they get screened. Um and once they and so the screening involves um educational sessions counselling, we get to know their background, we get character references on them, we get police clearances on them. Um with the new act they've asked us to get the form 30s, which is actually checking whether the applicant's names are registered on the Child Protection, National Child Protection Register, which is kept by the Department of Social Development. Um, and then once we get all those documents and we assess their suitability, we also have our own psychosocial assessments that we administer. And we have the extended family interviews, depending if it's a transracial adoption or if it's a same culture adoption. Once all of that is done, and there is a matching, there's a child that they match with on the, via the national register, which is called the RACAT register. It's it's an acronym for the Register of Adoptable Children and Adopted Parents. And once they are matched and the child's placed with them, then there's a lot of administration work to be done. So there's lots of reports to be written. Um, once the report is written, it's a not uh, Case is then presented to the panel at social development. That takes some time because the panel meets once a month, um, and not every month. Today, uh, matter so for instance, I could put a matter on the um, submit a report at the beginning of July, and then maybe. Uh, the matter only goes on in August, or I'm sorry, in September on the panel, and then we got to wait for the issuing of the letter. For two or three months may go by before we get the letter, before we can take the matter back to court for a finalization.
0: We're looking at a process where I know of a, a teenager that was um, fostered, and she's still being fostered. She came to the house at the age of five or four days. Um, mm-hmm. She's still being fostered. I think she's currently in grade 10. Um, it's caught in and out. Um, this child has a life that is so great with the family that she's currently and still you Mm -hmm. know adoption is taking so long is it because it's cross-cultural does it take a bit longer does it take this long
1: yeah, well, I can only talk for case again, we do yes. have issues or challenges at the panel level where um, cross-cultural cases are presented, um, where there is um, not a total acceptance of that kind of casement, but they do recommend them, but really, we, we are subjected to a lot of scrutiny with regards to that. And I'm talking specifically with case again, I'm not sure how it works in other provinces, but I shouldn't think that would be an issue for the scenario that you just um, explained now, because if that child was there from a young age and the family knew that they wanted the child to, to be in their family and grow up in their family, then that adoption should have happened a long time ago and would have would have worked uh, much quicker. Because the child was already in this in the system, and um, you know, and everything should have gone much quicker unless there were there was contact with her biological parents and unless the biological parents were saying no, we prefer her to be in foster care and not to be adopted.
0: So that is also something that could have maybe not um, had adoption happen. Okay. So what are some of the misconceptions when it comes to adopting teens? Um, People don't adopt older children. Why not? I Um, mean, they also need a home. They need love. Yes, they
1: do. Um, But somehow families feel the younger the child is the easiest adjustment. Um, to their family and to their, their environment and the context in which they're living. We they feel when it's an older child, possibly the child has emotional issues, maybe they are too scared and they're not able to handle, even if they get professional assistance. Um, they also feel that perhaps the older child, um, you know, they compare them to their biological parents in some way, so so they'll be judged by the older child. So there's a myriad of reasons, but I know as in the working adoption field for many years, is that very few um, applicants come forward for an older child. Um, Up to three years, we had applicants asking for children up to three years. Beyond three years, it's hardly likely that you'll have a non-related adoption happening. You possibly would have a a relative coming to adopt an older child because it's part of their extended family. But a non-related applicant you won't get for an older child.
0: Okay, so the, you've mentioned earlier that you're from KwaZulu Natal. So, um, mm. but when we speak about you know children in the system. It's always Mm -hmm. difficult uh, because, um, you know, the child is maybe being fostered with the intention, as I said earlier, to adopt the child. What if the child's biological parents, like you say, you know, does not want the child to be adopted, but still doesn't make the the, the effort to see the child or to visit the child or to inquire about the child? But when it comes to court cases, this is what they decide.
1: Yes, so um, in that instance, if the child is in foster care, normally within a period of two years, the parents need with the help of the social worker to reconstruct their lives and to change whatever went wrong that um, became a reason for the child to go into the system. So if that doesn't happen within two years and then the child foster care is extended, there are sections in the act that are now um, uh, the parents' consent to be dispensed with um, so that the child can go into adoption. So there, there is that, um, you know, that Um, section in the app that can be used if it's a young child because it's important for the young child to be in a stable secure environment and not you know not have a different surname to the other children in the home because then they don't feel a full sense of belonging and obviously that thing will uh, affect their self-esteem
0: is this what happens with cross-cultural um adoptions um you know for parents perhaps and and I think you know there's such a great love uh, for an orphan and not not looking at you know you don't look at ethnicity unfortunately you know when you Mm. when you're craving to have a baby or you're craving to have a child so Uh um, does it take a bit longer
1: for cross-cultural placement yes um no not really it doesn't it depends on the availability of the child and the preference of the applicant will it differ
0: um, in private practice as opposed to um government structures um look, like I said, we do follow the same steps. If are five steps in the whole process,
1: we follow it. The only thing that is different with, um, with uh, private practice or um, than private practice is that we work on the, on the case more consistently on an everyday basis. So we're able to screen the, the families uh, quicker. We're able to put them on the register quicker. We're able to look for a match for them quicker.
0: JV, how can listeners who wish to, you know, adopt, um, get hold of you or, you know, get more information with regards to how adoption or fostering children works?
1: Okay, with regards to foster care, um it, it will be uh because uh, private social workers are not allowed to do foster care, they don't have what's called statutory powers to do foster okay. care. That's in the government and the NGO sector who do that. But um with regards to just wanting adoption, straight adoption, um you can we, we can be contacted uh, via the SoftSwap website. Um I will spell it out for you, for your listeners. Um so it's ww.fouswork. S-A-A-S-W-I-P-P-dot-C-O-DOT-Z-A. And then if they want to um, contact an adoption social worker directly, they can also um, email via info at Mm SouthSWP-S-A-A-S-W-I-P-P-dot-C-O-DOT-Z-A. And um, if they are searching for, so you can search via this um, this portal for uh, a social worker in your area, and if you want me, then you just put in cases in and my name will pop up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, those are the two ways in which you can get hold of us via the FOSCA website.
0: What is the theme for this year's World Orphans Day? Any idea? Um, no, I'm not sure about that. Okay. And any final words from your side? You know, when we speak about prospective uh, parents wanting to adopt, you um, know, uh, what advice would you give to them?
1: Well, I would say that you know, if you've gone through your fertility treatment and you have um, decided that you know you really want to be a parent, you want to be a mother, you want to be a father, mm-hmm. you know, adoption is the way to go. Um, yes, you may not always get the choice you want, but then when you make your own baby, you're not sure as well whether your baby is going to be born with developmental delays or anything like that. But if you are really passionate about wanting to give a child a home, um, then adoption is the way to go. The is a growing, um, uh, there is a growing number of cross-cultural placements that are happening. And I think it's also a way of making South Africa more socially cohesive and making us more representative of a rainbow nation um, when people go across um, the, co- uh, the color line to adopt children. And, um, you know, every child needs a, needs a family. And leaving a child to language in a children's home is not the best. Uh, option for a child so um, definitely adoption is the route to go if you've exhausted other means of getting a
0: child. Jeevy thank you so much for chatting to us this morning and you know for enlightening our listeners and it's a wealth of information that you shared with us so we're hopeful this will assist many of our listeners who's interested in adopting. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you, Aisha. I was lovely You're to be welcome. on your show. To our listeners, that was Givi Pillay. we focused on World Orphans Day and she's of the South African Association for Social Workers in Private Practice.